Hello and welcome to episode 37. We're going to talk about teamwork through the game of Lego Star Wars. Doesn't that sound fun? So let's get started. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. Have you ever played Lego Star Wars? I used to play it on the Wii all the time. And when it first came out, all the characters had to stay in the same area. If one character started to move, the whole scene moved. And so if you hadn't finished what you were doing, then the game wouldn't really continue properly. So you had to both work together to finish that scene before everyone could move forward. I loved that aspect. Later through the years, we got the other Lego games and the characters could split off on their own and they'd be on their own journey. So you weren't playing together anymore. Most of the games I have, you have to play with the teammate, which became very interesting. There was a lot of screaming and negotiating and compromising and helping one another. And it became not just interactive in the way of we, but in the interactive way of communication and teamwork and really working together to solve the problem, teach the other one how to use their character properly, switching characters. It was a lot of fun. It was very interactive. We bounced around a lot, we yelled a lot, but it really taught teamwork. And it makes me think of how we function today And how we function, not only as the game change, where you don't have to do that, you just move ahead and you're like, okay, I'm done with all the levels. When will you be done? I'm going to go have lunch. And the other person plays alone. How so many work from home now, how so many are disconnected, how teams are really led by people who don't really have great leadership skills or management skills anymore, and how We don't really all try to move together and help each other along and willing to give up finishing the game earlier to bring the next person up to speed or finish something and working together to solve the problem. I don't see that as much as when I first got out into the working world. Is it technology? Is it communication? Is it generation? 
It's interesting questions, aren't they? I mean, it might be all of them. And culture, there's so much that plays into that. So how do we get back into the Star Wars Lego game? That's what I want to know. So if we were to treat teamwork and leadership like the Star Wars Lego game I loved and used to play, it means that we would have to stay in the same parameters, the same segment, the same page until everyone really got there. Now, there's elements to this you really have to think about. How long do you allow someone to hold you back? Someone just can't get it. How do you solve that? Well, in the Lego game, sometimes one of us just could not get the leaps and jumps and spins and moves that the character had to do to get through the obstacle course ahead. And so we had the ability to switch characters and the other person that could do it well would take over and get us to the next level because we'd solved all the problems. We figured out everything the person tried and tried. And so we just moved them forward. It wasn't that they didn't really know how to do it. It was that maybe they just didn't have the skill set for it. So the person who did, the strengths and weaknesses helped them. So the person who had the strengths in certain areas took over in those areas. And the person who had the weakness, then it wasn't highlighted. Their strengths were highlighted in each scene. It reminds me of how I was taught leadership should be done. And, and when you are the leader of an organization, you should always surround yourself with people who have the strengths where you have gaps or you're the weakest so that you can play to your strengths. And then you're surrounded by people that fill in where you're not the strongest. And that Lego game really makes me think of that, of you know, when you're getting through, you try to do it to learn something new, but there's someone there who has the strength that can get you to the next level. You're not stuck there all day trying to get through this one section. And this is where I see a lot of entrepreneurs struggle is because they do need to learn how all the aspects of their business work. They really need to understand it and be aware of what all the pieces are and have made the decisions, but you can't do everything forever. You may in the beginning have to do everything, but at some point you're gonna have to start passing stuff off, but you're going to have to pass it off with knowledge of what you're passing off, having a process and systems in place for what it is, at least understanding it so you know what questions to ask and what you're handing over, you need to be able to know whether the information is correct when it's returned to you. How many entrepreneurs have I met that had bookkeepers and financial planners, but they didn't know enough about the books themselves to know if they were correct. So you need to know enough. You need to be able to know if you're having website designed, that's great. But if you have updates or anything, do you constantly have to find someone new to update them? Can you quickly go and update them yourself? You need to be able to ask these questions and understand if you have, you know, a logo change or an event change, or you need to change a font. 
Is it difficult for you to go in and do that? Or do you have to find someone and hire someone to do that? Maybe it's your setup where that's not a big deal and you have one person who always does that. That's great. What I'm saying is you need to know enough to ask the right questions and to know whether it's done correctly and it suits you for long term. It's like the Lego game. The person kept trying and trying and trying. They knew enough of what needed to be done that having the other person with the strengths that could do it to finish them to get to the next level wasn't really cheating. It wasn't really quitting. It was letting someone then take over that knew it. You didn't just quit and go, oh, that looks too hard. I'm not going to do it. You always tried as many times until the other person couldn't stand waiting anymore. (laughs) But what you want to do is you want to at least make the effort to understand and learn from one another and ask questions and find out where do your strengths lie? Where are your gaps? Understand what they are. Learn from other people. And maybe you pass off something for a while, but you can you take that back because you realize that that's not really as difficult as I thought it was, but what I can do is pass off something else. So this may change as you move forward in your business. You may find someone in-house to do things for you, but be aware that you need to learn how to do it because you're creating a team, you're creating a community to help you move forward and you move forward together. And as you move forward together, one person is going to take the lead at different times. Another person is going to step up. So you have to be able to willing to let go of things. And it's very difficult as an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you're a solopreneur or you're in a multi-million dollar company. I've seen multi-million dollar CEOs who struggle letting go of pieces of their business. And Nine times out of 10, that is because they don't know how their business really works. Even though they're in it every day, they really don't know enough about how it works. And often what's happening is they're getting caught up in all the little things. They're constantly in decision mode. They're constantly creating. They're constantly trying to handle it all because they're not really confident about where they are in their business and where their business is going. And they might not even know that, but I will tell you, I have seen this for over 30 years, this happening. And so you have to be able to recognize when to let go, have enough knowledge, ask enough questions that you are aware of what you're giving someone something to do, what you're asking of them. So then when it comes back, you can either get more clarification to learn more or you know exactly what it is and it's what you wanted, or you need to change something. But you have to be able to, you can't just pass over blankly to people because when you do that, you end up having to fix it. It's done to what their specifications are, to what they think is right. And it may not, it may not match your brand. It may not be in the platforms you wanna use. It may not have the messaging you want. It may not have the structure that you need in the future. So you really have to be able to test and try enough before you pass it over. If you pass everything over right away, it could cost you in the end, not just financially, but in getting other things done. 
So communication is key. Like when I played the Star Wars game, we would sit on the floor and or jump up and down and we'd argue about, no, 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 I know the answer's this way. No, it's this way. Come walk this way. And it's really funny because the characters can move to the opposite side of the screen. So as far as they can go is basically what your TV screen size is. Then they start walking in place. So the scene never moves. And so we would do that in an argument of going, no, it's this way. No, it's that way. And so we come to like a stalemate and then we'd have to stop and go, okay, okay. Where do you want to look? And so we go, okay, let's look in that area first. And then we'll come over here and look in this area. So we'd have to constantly negotiate and compromise and explain why we think it's somewhere. There was a lot of communication. We played this for hours. We worked through the whole thing. It took us a long time because of all the negotiating. (laughs) But the fact that we negotiated, I was teaching how to do that. And so there was a lot of communication. Why do you think it should be done this way? How should it be done this way? Where details do you think we should look at? How should we work together on this? You know, how, how do we go this way? What do we do? When do we quit? When do we decide to look somewhere else? There's so much negotiating, communicating in when we played that game. And I think about how often we don't communicate clearly what we want. A lot of times it's because we don't know enough, because we don't know. We don't know. We've talked about this in the last episode. But understanding as much as we can to ask, to negotiate, wait, 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 I think we need to go this way. Why, I got, you got to convince me why I need to go that way. It's often you do have to convince the other person. Sometimes it's not that hard. Sometimes they're like, all right, I give up. This wasn't working where I am. So let's go where you are. But you have to still communicate. You have to be able to step in and communicate. And when we're playing the game of that Star Wars Lego, it was in the moment. We were moving forward. We were energetic. We were, you know, we wanted to be the one who win or came up with the idea. So making sure the other person knew what we wanted wasn't that hard. It got pretty noisy in my house when we played this. <laughs> but we sometimes are afraid of saying what we want or what we think because we could be seen as wrong. But you do need to speak up. I'd speak up in a way that if you don't know or you're not sure that you're getting enough information so you can make the best decision. It's sometimes you might need to follow the other person for a while for because they know more to see what you can get from that to then make decisions based off that. So for instance, if someone is doing a marketing campaign and they're doing a lot of social media, but they're maybe using a platform you've never heard of before or haven't used before, you're going to ask a lot of questions of how does that work? Why do I use it? Watch how they use it. Maybe watching it first will give you the questions you need. Is this the right fit for you? Maybe it's not the right fit, but you don't know that until you spend a little time watching, listening, experimenting, and they go, nope, this isn't quite right for me. Comparing it to what you already use. So communication in teams, whether it be sales team you're with, you're a CEO, your team, an entrepreneur, a solopreneur that has a lot of contract people, any type of team, a sports team, 
anything, you all have to communicate and negotiate and work together. Like the Star Wars Lego game. A communication is so key. A communicating clearly. How do you communicate? Are you better in person? Are you better speaking? In person can be virtual nowadays. Are you better in writing? Can you communicate clearer in writing? Sometimes it gets lost in writing. Sometimes text messaging can get lost. Can you communicate clearly? Is the other person who you're communicating to, what is their best way of communicating? Find that out because you may be better at writing what it is, but they may need to respond by talking to you on the phone to get clarification. Or maybe you need to do a screen share or sit down and look at it together. Communication is not just what you're communicating, but how you're communicating. As we're speaking about communication, I want to give a quick shout out to Flowdesk. It's how I get my messaging done. It's a great product. It's easy to use. It's as easy or maybe easier than social media, believe it or not. We're talking about messaging here. I can put video messages in there, written images. I can even brand it. So if you're looking for an easier way to do your emails, your autoresponder emails, the whole package, check out Flowdesk at Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com slash C slash Clearly Catherine. And you can get up to 50% off, 30 days free. So again, check out Flowdesk.com backslash C slash Clearly Catherine. Let's get back to the show. Are you communicating in a way that the other person can understand? You may see it and understand it completely. I know I've designed a lot of programs and the messaging and everything seems completely clear to me. This makes sense. But I've been working on it for a year, a couple years. My team's been working on it for a year, a couple years. That after my team looks at it, if there isn't anybody in the group that says, no, none of this makes sense, we then pass it around to other people outside of what we're doing to see what they think, because they may go, what? This doesn't make any sense. We think, oh, to us it makes sense because we know exactly what we're doing. So we didn't describe it well enough. We didn't simplify it well enough. Maybe we used verbiage that's only clear to us, not to other people. So you need to really understand that not just what you're communicating, but how you're communicating, the words you're using, the style. Are you using it through video? Are you doing it through written? It's all gonna be slightly different. And so if you're gonna have something that's just written, it's not gonna be spoken out loud. So when you read it, does it make sense? So that's one thing you wanna think about. And when I go back to this Lego game, it was, a lot of verbal for us, (laughs) but it was communicated in a way physically through our characters of how to do something or where we should go or why we should go this way. So we were able to use other elements to help us explain, clarify, convince why we wanted to 
take the Millennium Falcon, why it was under a rock, why the Ewoks were the ones to follow. All of these things were there available to us to help explain. And so when you are working with a team, you need to make sure that you are able to speak what you need to speak in a lot of different ways. Can you use different language? Can you, is video or audio something you can help to explain or convince? That's why in today's marketing, people use the videos, they use audio, they use written, they use infographics, they use all these different ways to explain what they're offering, what they're doing and how they're doing it because the message is gonna come across differently to different people, whether it be they're in a hurry, where they are, they can only listen to it. They don't have the ability to listen. It has to be on quiet because they're at work or something, so they can only see the infographic that quickly explains. So think about all of these different ways of how you can communicate. The way that you're communicating Are you asking questions? Are you recognizing where you're not the strongest and where someone else is? Are you learning from the person who has those strengths? Not necessarily in a structured way, but are you watching, paying attention, asking questions so that when the person with those strengths in the finances, in social media, in design are doing things for you, you understand what they're doing. So if some reason they're not available, you have a basic idea of what needs to be done. You can find someone else to help, or maybe you can do it in the short term. You have to know enough about what you're asking to have done. One, to have it done efficiently and effectively. I'm gonna tell you something. I am a stickler for when someone asks me to come volunteer for them at an organization or come help them. I expect they know what they want me to help them with, what I'm volunteering for. What is the job? You asked me to be there at eight in the morning. I'm gonna be there at eight. My expectation is you know what you want me to help you with and you have it ready for me to do. I can't tell you how often I've shown up at eight o'clock, wandered around eating the donuts and the coffee till noon till they figure out what they want me to do. Don't do that because people don't want to help you anymore. So you need to be able to understand, learn and know enough that if you are in a pinch, you have a problem, the person who normally does it isn't available for some reason, you know what you need to ask or how to get it done. You can immediately walk someone else through what needs to be done in an effective and efficient, simple way that you could do it yourself. So that's what I mean by learning. You don't have to be able to do it yourself, but you need to be able to explain it in a way that if you had to do it yourself, you probably could navigate and figure it out. You need to be able to tell people exactly what you want done. And if they are an expert and that is their strength, 
they'll be able to say, well, actually, I have something that can do that a little easier. Would this be okay if I use this? Actually, this might be simpler. That will tell you that they really know what they're doing. And so that really can help you. But you have to know enough. You know, I hear so many things, just pass everything off. That's great. And I think you should take as much off your plate as you can. Know enough. It's that Lego game again. I try, you try, you try to try to jump over all the lava fields over and over and over and over. And you know the moves, just can't quite time it right. I know exactly how it has to be done to get over the lava fields. I'm just for some reason not able to do it. But my partner in the game can. So I could have walked someone through it just for some reason, couldn't just pull it off myself. I probably could, but it would have taken me a lot longer. Might've been a couple of days, who knows? I would have been hungry. But that's what I'm saying is you need to work together. And so you both need to understand the game. You both need to understand the project. Everyone needs to understand their role. What strengths do they bring to the table? What are the goals? What are the expectations? What needs to be done? Why does it need to be done? How are you going to do it? What options are there? And you will have a smooth running team. You may not communicate perfect and clearly the whole time. You may get a little riled up a little bit, passionate about how you want things done, or they will have passion about it. That's even better. Be open to how what and why things are communicated because that's where the magic happens. That's where things really get done. That's where you get excited about how to do things and what's getting done. That's why you invigorate a team to go big and go for it and be creative and inventive because that's how you win the Star Wars Lego game and getting things done as an entrepreneur. There'll always be more to do. There will always be more to learn. That when you have a great team, because you know what they're doing, how hard it is, how long it takes, what's involved. Before I pass anything off, I always make sure that I've tried it myself so that I know what, how hard it is, what's really involved may not have done it very well. It may have taken me a thousand times longer, but I can understand when they tell me they've had an issue with part of the project, with the editing software or how I'm doing it or the room I'm in. I can understand. So take the time, learn a little bit, don't go overboard and get a team together because life is so much more fun when you have a team. Until next time, Keep it simple, be at ease with yourself, and allow intuition to light the way. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. And we'll see you next time.